In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, today we celebrate the nativity, the birth of St. John the Forerunner. And we're given this day to celebrate in remembrance Mass for him. A man born and chosen by God for the most incredible and important purpose. To prepare the hearts of all mankind through repentance. To receive the coming Savior that they might have life and have life everlasting. And so I want to start by remembering the day of his birth as noted in Scripture. St. John was born to the priest Zacharias and his wife Elizabeth. And he was a miracle child. For Zacharias and Elizabeth were old in their age. And Elizabeth had been barren all of her life. And as Zacharias was serving in the temple one day, the archangel Gabriel, the same angel that would in not the too distant future go to the Blessed Virgin Mary announcing the birth of Christ, he comes to Zacharias while serving in the temple. And he proclaims this. Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. As much faith as Zacharias had, he still questioned. He had some doubts because of their circumstances. So Zacharias questioned the angel, saying, How can this be, since my wife and I are of old age and she is barren? And here's Gabriel's reply. I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring these glad tidings. And behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until these days take place because you did not believe the words which will be fulfilled in your own time, in their own time. And so Zacharias would remain mute until the birth of St. John and actually till the day that he would be named on the eighth day. And on the eighth day, Zacharias' tongue was loosed. And immediately he began to both praise and prophesy over his own son, being filled with the Holy Spirit, the Scriptures say. And he prophesied this, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, who, which who with the day spring from on high hath visited us. To give light to those who sit in darkness in the shadow of death. And to guide our feet into the way of peace. And we're told the child grew and became strong in spirit. And was in the deserts till the day of the, his manifestation to Israel. St. John, blessed of God, born a miracle. To Zacharias and Elizabeth. He celebrate him today. So how do we honor St. John, the forerunner, how are we to honor him today? And in doing so, to honor God. When you look at the life of St. John, the forerunner, it is the absolute model of a saint, capital S. And therefore, it is the model for every Christian, 
for each one of us. Because we are all called and graced and filled with God to become saints. And so we to look to follow the example of St. John the Forerunner because we look at his life. His life at all times. It always pointed to the Son of God and never to himself. When people looked at St. John, all was deflected upon the Christ. Whether it was in preparation for the Son of God for them to receive salvation or when he appeared, when they saw St. John, he pointed to our Lord Jesus Christ. Sometimes in a homily. And sometimes in the teachings of the church. We are handed information. We are given the truth of God. To take into our lives. What we do with that truth is entirely up to us. But there are other times in a homily. That rather than giving information. We are called by God to set a posture. Of asking him some of the most important questions. Things to go before God, inquire of ourselves, and ask Him questions that He may answer. We're going to look at two aspects of the life of St. John the Forerunner that pointed to the Son of God at all times. And I think they'll lead us in our own lives to go before the Lord with very appropriate questions that we might grow to become saints as St. John was a saint. And that means growing in the likeness. So the first aspect of his life I want us to look at comes from St. John in chapter 1. We hear this. Again, the next day, John stood with his two disciples and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. These were two disciples that followed St. John. In all of his ministry of repentance. But as soon as Jesus comes to the forefront. And presents himself. And is declared the son of God. What does John do? He sees Jesus and he points his disciples and says not me. You don't follow me. Behold the lamb of God. And we're told the disciples then heard him. And followed Lord Jesus Christ. Everything St. John did in his life had the purpose of pointing all who knew him to the Christ who would be their Savior. He lived his life and was graced by the Holy Spirit in his life to live in such a way that would direct the hearts of all mankind around him towards Jesus Christ, that they may repent and receive life and salvation for themselves. So here's a question we may ask. Of the Lord in prayer, in communion with Him. And the question might be this Look at our lives. Lord, look at my life. You see it clearly. Help me see it clearly. Is my life, does my life proclaim with or without words, Behold the Lamb of God to all who are around me? That they might see Him, experience Him. And follow him and find salvation. And I want to warn you about questions such as these. I want you to be very careful not to get trapped in something. When we inquire of the Lord. Lord show me the distance between me and Jesus Christ. Between me and his likeness. Between me and the saints. 
Always be aware of false accusation and shame that can come your way. Because that is not the purpose of the question. Our Lord Jesus Christ loved these. He loves these inquiries. When we come to Him asking Him to show us, Lord, how might I become like You? What are the ways in which I'm not like You that I might find healing? He loves those questions because He steps into them with answers. With answers of love that are determined, if we will so will, that we find healing in our souls in these different ways. And our lives indeed might proclaim, Behold the Lamb of God. So look at your lives. Do we live a life, again, with or without words, that is always proclaiming to others, Behold the Lamb of God. It was the way of St. John. It's the way of the Christian. <clears throat> Here's another one from his life. From the third chapter of St. John, St. John the forerunner answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase and I must Another perfect statement and truth about the life of every saint. Christ Jesus must increase. I must always be decreasing. St. John lived in such a way that he knew absolutely and completely who he was and from the Lord what his purpose was in Christ. But he also knew equally who he was not. He knew who he was not. And I love how it says that John's joy was made complete in this. That he knew that he was not the bridegroom, but a friend of the bridegroom rejoicing in the wedding. There was his joy. The joy of the Christian is when the Christian diminishes. And the Lord Jesus Christ increases and reveals himself. And so the question we might bring before the Lord, a question we should always bring before the Lord is, Lord, what are those areas that I need to decrease? What are the areas of my humanity, my brokenness, my own disorders? What are the ways in which I must get out of the way because I'm far too seen in this picture? So that you can shine brightly in all of your holiness, your love, and your glory in all the ways that I live. And the ways that I live with others. That point to you and they might see you through this weak and frail flesh and blood that you are healing. You know, I said we were called, all of us, to be saints. All of the icons of the saints and all of those who have been made saints by the church. It has never, ever been intended that it be a few. When God poured out His Holy Spirit upon Pentecost, His desire was to make all of us saints. Why are we given the saints? As blessed examples that cheer us on to look at their lives as we're doing with the life of St. John this morning. But remember something about all of the saints that we might grow like them. Remember that all of the saints ask God questions like these. 
You know, I remember a year and a half ago when I was at a clergy retreat, Metropolitan John of Albania made the most incredible statement that I can't shake loose of. He said, we've become a generation, in fact, multiple generations now, who don't question anymore. We don't question God. We don't go for the deeper answers about life, about our creation, about our personhood. We become creatures of gadgets. Creatures who fill their time with distractions upon distractions that busy our minds rather than steady our minds and quiet our souls. He said, we have got to disciple people back into going before God with the deepest of the deep questions. Because God is a God who has all truth to enlighten everyone who questions with his reality and with his truth. The saints asked God the deeper questions about their lives for the sake of their own souls. But they did something else. They heard and listened to the answers. If we are called to become disciples of Jesus Christ, that means followers of a living Lord Jesus Christ. We can't follow who we're not listening to guiding us. He is our shepherd. We are the sheep. He leads us to green pastures and still waters for our souls. They asked the questions. They listened for the answers. They received them in one step further. By the grace of God, not their own humanity. They allowed God to change and transform their lives. They followed the answers. And they were filled with joy, even the martyrs. Filled with joy. Because they were more full of God and less full of themselves. My friends, my prayer for you and I pray your prayer for me is let us become saints. In the fellowship and communion of God. Presenting ourselves, even our distance from Him. And letting Him fill the gap. And bring us to Himself. Making us like Himself. So that people look at us and our life cries out, behold the Lamb of God because He is in Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.